Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, that managing editor, Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. You know what to do. Head over there for all your wrestling news, photos, videos. If you're watching live on YouTube, we have a lot of videos up there. We have a King of Pro Wrestling review. We have a Super Showdown review, or if you have a pretty good Raw, in my estimation. We are also on podcast platforms everywhere. If you like this beautiful Fightful shirt, we have it in black and white over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful. They have a sale going on this weekend. Check it out. Lots of neat little Fightful merch over there. But if maybe you, you don't want to spend the extra money on a shirt, you want to get a little, little something more with that, Fightful Select Tier 2 members after six months of subscription uh, get a shirt of their choice sent to them. Check out FightfulSelect.com. We have a lot of bonuses over there. You can get all your free stuff at Fightful.com, but Fightful Select just has a ton of extra. Check it out. I wanted to hit you all with a programming note. Uh, Wednesday, October 10th, Jimmy Van will not be in town for the list and your boy, actually. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're going to do something different. Uh, I'll keep you all updated on my Twitter, at Sean Ross Sapp, on that situation. But it's SmackDown Live time, October 9th. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the news coming out of Monday Night Raw. Kevin Owens looks like he's going to be off TV for a while. That's a bummer, Alex. Yeah, uh, from what it sounds like, it sounds like he needed the surgery anyway. Um, so they wrote him off in that way. I just hope it's not like a thing of like, out of sight, out of mind. He's been off TV for five weeks, so you forgot that we made him a baby face, right? Right? Yeah. I hope they don't do. I hope they don't pull that shit because the double turn last night was so strong in favor of both of them. If he comes back from whatever this little knee injury is, and they say it's not supposed to be out for like a super long amount of time, if he comes back. I hope he comes back with a fire and attacks Bobby Lashley. I think that that's, sure. that's allowed for them to have a feud where Owens is the baby face and Lashley is the heel. I think it's a good idea to do that. Imagine how good eventual Owens and Zayn versus Leo Rush and Lashley matches would be. Oh, please. If they only <laughs> if they would only allow Leo Rush to get in offense on anyone. <laughs> yeah. It, defense is literally all he's allowed to do. Apparently. Just avoidance. That's it. So... Uh, that happened, and it's amazing that he was still able to do some of the stuff physically that he could do, even uh, yeah. with any type of knee injury. It's true. 
Also, without giving away too many spoilers, uh, new act on 205 Live, Mike and Maria Canellis. Yeah. Maria looks like she's been trying real hard to get fired on social media of late, hmm. but oh. Mike has slimmed down a little, a little bit, and he's on 205 Live, as good a place as any for him. Well, they certainly weren't using him much on Raw. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember the last time he was on Raw except for part of a pull-apart brawl. Um, but he was he was on main event for a while, losing. So uh, this is fine. I mean, this is this is a this is a character they can use there. Um, th- th- you can talk me into doing a whole lot of stuff with it, with that kind of a character on Two Hundred Five Live. Also, there there is some emerging news coming about the U.S. Saudi relationship, and we'll get more into that as I learn more about it. But I, I've, I've sent several articles throughout the evening, and it, it ain't looking hot. Nope, it's not looking hot. But nope, if WWE can get through this next show. They'll be lucky. Yeah. Because it's will. looking real, real rough. Yep. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about SmackDown Live. SmackDown Women's Championship starts it off. Becky Lynch and Charlotte go to a double countout. They start off in the ring, and I kind of like that touch. I kind of like them kicking off the show in the ring, championship announcements being made. What did you think of it? Um, I I liked it. I, I immediately, because, you know, you, you it's a hard to, to turn off that part of my brain. Mm-hmm. Oh, these two are starting the show and they're starting in the ring. That means the finish is going to be wonky and it's going to lead to something else. Like there was no way they were going to do a straight up clean victory for either of them. Uh, they, they added a new stipulation, right? As they were doing the, the introductions where if Becky uh, just disqualified, she loses the belt. Well, that's definitely going to come into play or something like it is going to. Uh, and, uh, and it did. He, she almost got disqualified. There's a lot of stuff that they were doing that were like, we're going to make this. And I, I liked the match, but it was one of those things where like, where's the turn? Not turn, but where's the thing that's going to happen? Where's the twist? And they and they had a twist, a big thing at the end, which again leads them into evolution, which hopefully that match is placed really well on the card because it deserves to be. Over the course of like four or five weeks, they have quite a few shows between SmackDown 1000 and Evolution and Crown Jewel and Super Showdown. But this match, it did not start off promising for me. No, it did not. Mainly because of one of the worst-looking catapults I've ever seen in my goddamn life. But other than that, this match was constructed completely different than anything I've seen lately. It was mm-hmm. Becky Lynch spamming rolling out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> and I've not seen a match constructed like that. Becky is really over, but the crowd got super quiet after those intros. Like you couldn't you couldn't tell they were there. Becky trolls Charlotte with a flare strut after a leg drop and then an elbow hits. Charlotte gets a nice neck breaker, but they battle back and forth until Charlotte hits this like power dragon screw leg whip. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of technique there. She mm-hmm. just slugged her across the ring. That was kind of cool. Then there, there's the best and the worst of wrestling, essentially. Becky applying a fantastic bridging hammerlock that looked really, really great yeah. and got a good reaction, too, out of this, this uh, mime crowd they were performing in front of. Then there was that catapult. And, ooh, you got to call an audible once it gets that far. Yeah. If, if, it doesn't go, if it doesn't go your way, here's what you do. And it's, it's what anybody that at that experience level should do. You just let your leg free and you stomp the person in the chest. You go to some other way to get you, get yourself out of the ring. Yeah. You, you don't go through with it. 
No. If your legs aren't fully extended on that spot, you go to something else. Becky gets the Bexploder. Charlotte doing the kip up and then selling, I thought was hilarious, Alex. <laughs> there was the flare in her. Yeah. And I like that. Or you can see you can see the Rick. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very cool. Uh, I don't know who told Becky that that cross chop that she does where she barely touches somebody no. looks good, but she should stop. She's way better than that. Becky gets knocked off the top rope, but manages a rolling arm bar. Charlotte punches her way out of it. It looked really good. Then power bombed. Becky goes to get her title belt and is trying to take a count out. And Corey Graves goes, Oh, it's just if she got DQ'd. That's yeah. How, yeah. That's how. And that's what I thought when I first heard it too. Am I alone in that? No, no uh, when she said DQ'd, and then she was, as soon as she was playing for the count out, I was like, oh, well, then it's, that, that doesn't, that doesn't, that, the, that doesn't transfer then. But when she was doing that, I was like, oh, okay, well, at least she's smart enough to realize that she yeah. has the champion's advantage there. Even though she got caught, I think that it made her look smarter as a result. People like smart, man. They'll cheer for smart. Whether she runs away or not, they'll cheer for smart. So... Becky tries to use the title, and there's this terrible ref bump before. And an even worse ref performance. (laughs) I went off on the refs in New Japan on the King of Pro Wrestling show. One thing you don't want to do early in the show is bury a ref, because then you don't respect them throughout the rest of the night. New Japan had people burying their refs from the beginning to end of the show. And New Japan's refs are legitimately shitty to begin with. They don't need any help in undermining their jobs. They're terrible at them anyway. Like, actually, WWE refs aren't that bad. They're usually pretty good. But, man, they there's been a couple women's spots where they made the refs look like oafs this year, Alex, between the Kyoto cashing in money in the bank situation and this. He's yeah. like, you can't do that. <laughs> I'm going to DQ you. Uh, 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 what? But I, yeah. I like he's just like either do it or don't, man. Uh, but I, I love the like, like don't tell me you weren't gonna do it. I saw you, and then the problem was is that because he was so bad, Becky kind of had to be bad in response. She was like, no, but I didn't though. I know I was gonna, but I didn't. Yeah, you can't disqualify me because I didn't actually. And it was just this really weird, giant hand wavy conversation. It didn't make sense. Yeah, this and the the catapult dragged this match down a lot for me. I still thought it was good. It's one that I would recommend people watch. But at the same time, it's like, man, if not for those two spots, I would have had this up way higher in my match ratings, which released tomorrow morning on Fightful.com. So Lynch rolls out of the ring after a spear on Instinct. And this has been what she did. She did this like three times. Uh, Charlotte eats the floor on a nasty moonsault. She's yep. lucky she didn't end up hurt tonight yeah. doing something because that looked gross. I thought her, I thought she twisted her knee at first. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me too. I thought they were at least going to play that because, listen, in, if, you, if you jump off the top rope and land on both feet in the ring, there's like an 80% chance you're going to play like you twisted your knee anyway. So she does a full moonsault and landed, lands awkwardly on both feet. And she's fine. Like, that's the time where you can play a twisted knee to, to great effect because we'll believe it. So outside the ring, a Bexploder looks like it has Charlotte counted out. I thought it was going to, to be honest with you. But yeah. Charlotte gets back in. <laughs> and uh, or actually, uh, Becky tries to 
keep Charlotte out, right? but then ends up sliding out and eating a suplex of her own. Charlotte gets natural selection. Becky rolls out again, mm-hmm. and we end up getting a double count out. Yep. What did you think of the finish? I mean, it's obvious what it was doing. It was setting this up, and I guess I should walk through the, the final spot. Charlotte spears Becky through LED boards on the ramp. Looked like a great spot. They were scratched up. They are both okay. Uh, just some scrapes, some swelling, and a little bit of bleeding, but they're fine. This was a set of a last woman standing match at Evolution. I thought it was a good way to do that. Yep. I want I want to know what you think of the match and building the, the next match. Uh, match was sloppy in a lot of places. Uh, a lot of the, that, that kind of added to it in, in, in spots because it felt like they were just hated each other so much. There was no room for like. Yeah, fights can be sloppy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there were times where it felt like it added to the match and times where it felt like it took away from it. Um, there were, I, I, I felt like this more than any other match. Um, it, it proves to me that even though the WWE isn't having her yell at the fans, they still are trying through all of her actions within the ring to get you to root against her. Like, you you root against the person who takes their ball and goes home. You root against the person who is going to use the title belt to win, even though she's specifically told that if you do that, you're going to lose. Like, there's there's all, all of that. It just leads me to believe that they are trying actively to make you root against this person that we all have told you many, many times, like 97% to three. We want to root for her. Let us do that. And they're, they're keep trying and insisting that we shouldn't. Um, I, I did, um, I did think that that spear into the LED boards was, uh, was a little reckless when she came up bleeding. I was like, oh, come on. Like the idea of how, how horrible would it be if you're like, let's do this crazy spot to build to evolution. And then you, you land wrong, you break a wrist and then you're out of evolution, especially if you're Charlotte. I mean, that's, that's a crazy thing to do. Um, but it, it worked. It, it builds to this match with this is the match that actually has real stakes and a real stipulation. Like everything else so far that's been booked onto Evolution, I could take or leave. Really, this is the match that actually has some real heft to it. It's yeah. the feud ender for these two people. It's it's a great it's a great thing to have as part of Evolution. Now I want to see where the rest of the card fills out because really you got this tag match involving Trish and Lita and Mickey and and Alexa. And then you have Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the entire card as of right now. No, no, no. There's the May Young Classic Finals, Tony Storm. And okay, okay. Oh, okay. I don't, don't want to spoil. Yeah. NXT Women's Championship. Okay. So, so, so right now there are five matches. Ha- yes, that is true. However, they haven't mentioned the other two you just said on either Raw or SmackDown. Oh, of course, yeah. So it's a weird thing that like they're not promoting that as part of it. When hello, that's part of your deal that you have this other brand NXT that is a bit major part of of what you sub the network for, but you're not mentioning any of that stuff on your two cable channels. So I feel like you could do more to promote uh, Evolution since it happens five days before this other thing in Saudi Arabia that you're yes, of course, and. Uh... <laughs> That's not all they're building to. They're building to SmackDown 1000, and they advertised Rey Mysterio against Shinsuke Nakamura in a World Cup qualifier. Now, a lot of people say only the USA has been represented. That is not true. We saw last night several countries 
represented. Yep. I found out that the guy who played the Flash Flanagan guy. Yeah. He was on an SMW show with Kane, Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels in '95. Wow. How wild is that? It's come full circle. And I don't even know where we can get into the Conquistador and when he showed up in the '80s, probably. Yeah. But SmackDown 1000, I'll put this in the Fightful Weekly, which we cover on the Fightful Select Weekender podcast every week. Subscribe now. WWE sent some members of the media, not us, of course, commemorative SmackDown 1000 rings (laughs) that are designed like the Women's Championship, but they have SmackDown 1000 and something engraved in it. I was not one of them. Obvious reasons. Alex can attest to. I'm not allowed to speak about publicly. Correct. Yet. I'm trying to push for that to be a list in your boy 100 selling point. You know what they sent me, Alex? What did they send you? A link to an article about the the GIFs that they have available for SmackDown 1000. Oh. <laughs> due to their new relationship with Jiffy. Not oh. the peanut butter. No. The GIF maker. It's not GIF. It's GIF. That's right. Sent me some GIFs tonight, Alex. Ooh, WWE fuck. did. That's nice of them to do that for you. Now, here's the thing. On Saturday morning, when I'm covering Super Showdown, I got a press release from WWE. You can tell when they really want you to blast something out there when it's a press release, full-on Stanford, Connecticut, and then it follows up. And it was about Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. They sure as hell have never sent me a press release about anything regarding either of those two men outside of Daniel Bryan being cleared. Right. That's it. So I did some poking, and they're like, they want to make this seem as big as possible because, quite frankly, they're not bringing as many people over to Saudi Arabia this time. Mm. They're, and I look at things, and I'm like, wow, they're going to have a World Cup there. They might they might just fly 20 people over there <laughs> and yeah. run an eight-man tournament and book these matches. But um, they, they are building that. They, they are trying to push that out there. They also sent me a link to the announcement of Rey Mysterio returning. No full press release there. You can really tell how much they're trying to push something based on how they do that. Uh, I'll I'll give a little more insight on that in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly this week because I got a lot of WWE-related stuff in there. But, yep, that's what's on the the tab next week for 1,000. And, you know, there are a lot of people who are complaining. They're like, why is Evolution coming back? They were a Raw team. That makes me, out of spite, want to bring Trina back for the SmackDown (laughs) show. When she never actually reviewed a SmackDown show, she reviewed Raw with us. Right. Yep. Just just to do it. But do it. as of right now, I am happy to say that uh, Trina will be joining us for the Evolution show. Yes. Which makes me very, very happy. Very We're bringing cool. back a legend of our own in Trina. Yes. And uh, I'm all too excited to see her there. It's been too long. Yeah. But uh, she is on uh, – she does a lot of stuff with Medusa these days. So – she was actually at StarCast and at All In uh, with Medusa. So uh, definitely go show Trina some love. We're very, very happy to have her back on that show. It made me, made me just overjoyed that I could make that happen. Our first t- and a qualifier. It's a qualifier. And see, it, qualifier. Can't be the first, it can't be the first round of the tournament. No, it's a qualifier. Because they already they gave John Cena. He was just in there. He gets a, he gets a bye. He got a buy. Yeah, do, I mean, due, due, due to his p- past performance, they say <laughs> that yeah, no, you 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 get a, you get a buy right in the second round, right? Why why wouldn't you? 
So <laughs> they could have just had John Cena work a three-minute match at Super Showdown and say that was the opening round. Yeah, no, but they had to have him, you know, come out and do that tag match. Uh, somebody was saying he's he's over in China, like shooting a shooting a movie with Jackie Chan, and the producers didn't want him to bump like at all. Yeah. So that's why he was like barely in the tag match. Did his his sixth move of doom, and you know a, a punch that grazes a guy's ear, and he's out for the down for the count. Uh, so that's that's why he wasn't r- wrestling much. But uh, I guess I guess maybe that'll be different for for Crown Jewel. Now I just want to say Blue Chew does not sponsor the Tuesday show for any. Just they they don't. They should. They should. They should sponsor them all. But and far be it for me to con- connect my my desires to what I want to see on wrestling, but, but nothing makes me need a blue chew more than John Cena's wrestling in 2018. It leaves a lot to be desired, (laughs) Alex. (laughs) Am I right? He, I, I tweeted this John Cena now with the hair and slim down a bit. Like he looks like the, that has nothing to do with it, but he want to say that. Oh no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not talking about like, that's how bad he's wrestling. I'm saying the way he looks. And that weird forced smile, he looks like the divorced dad who got really into working out to, yeah, like, get over his ex-wife. But he swears by the supplements, supplements, yeah. and he gets from his new friend Todd at the gym. Like, this guy, he's just a little off now. The hair is not helping. But, I mean, everything. Yeah. Everything. Like, from virtually earlier this year, he got squashed by Taker. The Triple H match was all right. I didn't. I didn't like it. But then they had the China thing, and then in, in hindsight, that Taker whole thing is so weird that he had to beg Undertaker to show up at WrestleMania for months, and Taker didn't do anything. And so at the point where John Cena had to sit in the stands for WrestleMania, then Taker shows up and beats him in a minute and a half, and all, and then they're like, oh yeah, by the way, a couple months later, Taker's totally going to fight. Triple H, we're, we're booking yeah. it months ahead of time. Uh, and at that same thing, John, you'll be teaming with Bobby Lashley against Kevin Owens and Elias. Yikes. I guess eventually we should talk about this Jeff Hardy-Samoa Joe match. Yeah, well. Jeff Hardy defeated Samoa Joe via ref, ref stoppage. Joe sells his knee early on. First we've seen of Jeff since Hell in a Cell. I thought it was good that they kept him off TV for a while. Yes. And I thought it was suitable that they brought him back for this. Yes. It makes it seem a little bit bigger. When you have a guy who challenged for a title this weekend against a guy who hasn't been around as much, yep. but came back for this. He wanted to be a part of the World Cup. Yes. And perception is reality. And while in reality, the World Cup means jack she It could not mean less. Could not mean less. You know, the only way it could mean less is if it literally didn't exist. But I appreciate <laughs> them trying to make it yeah. mean something. Yes. That means a lot to me. Now, Joe would normally crush Jeff in storyline and just run yes. through him probably. Yep. But the leg is preventing him. And Joe gets this badass-looking senton, one of the best I've seen him do. Yeah. But whiffs on a kick on Hardy and kicks the stairs. And then Hardy aggressively goes after the leg. Right. This was really great psychology. The ref stopped the match. It was a nice wrinkle. I liked the finish. I liked that it was a little bit shorter than most matches. Yep. That, that can be a thing that adds to the unpredictability of things. I liked this. It was a good way to keep to get Jeff Hardy a win, a big win. Yeah. To give Samoa Joe a reason to be pissed off at the world because he wanted to go, his body just couldn't. Right. Um, I think this 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 thing seal it will seal the deal on this whole thing 
being great. If uh, after uh, the Saudi show, um, that next SmackDown, we haven't seen Samoa Joe since tonight, and he comes back and just destroys Jeff Hardy. Um, because then it will actually be something that serves his storyline as well beyond this one match. Because uh, our, our own Warren Hayes tweeted this out, that it's it, it's really hard to take Samoa Joe seriously as the guy who scares everybody yeah. when he can't win big matches. And that's not on him, that's on the booking. But still, like, it's undeniable. And him losing this match to the, you know, dried-out husk of what Jeff Hardy used to be... Uh, via not being able to stand under his own power uh, is does not help matters. Um, so I, I feel bad for Joe. Uh, and it, it's looking increasingly like he might never get that WWE championship um, that he should be wearing at some point in his career before he retires. Um, but um, I agree. I think it's cool for Jeff that he gets to, you know, he, he would want to come back for this. It does feel like to me, it's like, Hey, um, Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, who are your favorite eight guys? Okay, we'll make sure to bring them. Yeah. Like it feels like it feels like he probably was a really big fan of Jeff Hardy when Jeff Hardy was younger. Like that this is the guy who wanted Yokozuna to be in in at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Well, and he was, posted a thing today that said <laughs> and I kind of I ribbed him a little bit about it. They were like, if you were the crown prince and you could build a fantasy card, <laughs> who would it be? Only catch is like here. Here's the rules. They got to be alive. And I said, "Why is that a rule? That wasn't a rule for them. <laughs> like they didn't care. They wanted all these people who were dead." Yeah, listen, here's the thing. It would, it would have been funny if, if they or- were like, "If Warrior's not available, can you get the Renegade?" <laughs> if Ultimate Warrior were alive today, he would be wrestling at Crown Jewel. I have no yes. doubt. Yeah. Do you know who his last match was against? Wasn't it Orlando Jordan? It was Orlando Jordan. Yeah. It was. It was a terrible match. <laughs> terrible well, I'm, match. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yes. Uh, have you, have me, you, and Warren done a show together yet? Uh, I don't think so. Me, Warren, and Jeff did one. But uh, the three Sure. Of, yeah, yeah. Maybe I can get him on SmackDown 1000. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I like to I like to put him on here. That way, the people can see what they get out of uh, FightfulSelect.com. Yes, he does a two hundred five live NXT May Young Classic review right after the block of content is done on FightfulSelect.com. Live post show of that entire three hour block. It's good. He does. He often does the retro reviews with me. We're filming two next week. Actually, uh, the latest is up on FightfulSelect.com. That's One Night Stand '06 with my boy John Baez and Warren Hayes. Ms. TV, it was a slapper. It was a good yeah, one. Yeah, it was a good one. Ms. brings out AJ Styles as it should have been him taking on Styles, but instead it's Brian. Brian and Styles shake hands, and I thought Brian was really good here too. Mm-hmm. I did an interview, and the person, or, or a puppet, it'll make more sense down the line, asked me who I thought would play more of the heel role. And honestly, since Daniel Bryan's come back, he seemed a little more heelish for his demographic. Yeah. For his group of people. Like, he appeals to a, a much wider mass than he did eight, nine years ago, for sure. Yeah. He appeals to everybody who has two hands and wants to throw fingers up. But his real core are really, really smart fans who know better, I think, 
than to defend Bree a little too much and com- make some of the comparisons that he made. Also, to call Miz lazy and to yeah. call Miz soft. I don't yeah. think that – I think they know better than that. Do I think that that means that he's going to go heel? No, I do not. No. But there have been certain elements that I'm like, man, this a lot of this is very – when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply uncharacteristic of Daniel Bryan because in the past, the dude has been super transparent. Right. And nobody with half a brain thinks that Daniel Bryan was not signed when they put him in the video game, when they advertised him for for pay-per-views, when they sent him on a media tour where he'd be asked about all this. I don't think he's been as transparent. And I think maybe, maybe that lends a little bit towards why he's not as hot. Definitely the booking certainly doesn't help. Yeah. But we got him cutting this awesome promo tonight saying Team Hell No wasn't the reason I came back. Yeah. Miz wasn't the reason I came back as much as he wanted to fight him. The WWE title was. And man, did I think that was a good promo. I thought that was a way to sort of align some of those vertebrae that had been out of line in the booking of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that is it, that's good. It does belie all the other crap that he did, having this ridiculous feud with Big Cass. And I'm going to get Team Hell No together for one match. And uh, and I'm going to you know get involved with uh, The Miz. But not only that, I'm going to bring my wife into this thing too. Um, when if all he wanted was AJ Styles, I feel like, especially with Paige as general manager, he could have been like, put me in a qualifying match, a number one contenders match. I want AJ. I want that belt. He could have gotten that done back in August if he really, 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 really wanted it. But, okay, fine. That didn't happen. Hindsight's twenty twenty. In this particular promo, I liked this a lot. I liked the way he said it. I liked that AJ felt threatened by that. Uh, I liked that Daniel Bryan says, I know I can beat AJ Styles. AJ Styles doesn't like that very much. Uh, as far as, like, who plays the heel here, I like the idea of what we saw tonight, which is The Miz always in the shadows pulling the strings getting these guys to hate each other when they don't like they don't, they don't come into this. They, they have the utmost respect for one another as competitors, but the Miz knows how to push their buttons because it serves the Miz. If they have this knockdown drag out slug fest in Saudi Arabia and whoever comes out of it with the belt is way the worse for wear. Then he can come in and say, if he actually does have this thing, I liked his thing when he said, I went to page and I said, I deserve a, a rematch. She wouldn't give it to me. Yeah. But I love the idea of like, it wasn't explicitly said, but it seemed like he was implying she did tell me that I get to fight whoever wins between the two of you. And that makes sense to me too, because that weird small package win, I mean, the fluke small package, if your small package isn't a fluke, you might want to try Blue Chew. Hey, Um, come on, man. I was saving that for next (laughs) week. Or not next week. I was saving it for tomorrow's show. Oh, I'm sorry. When their contract. How dare you? The disrespect. I had to get one in. I, I, I never feel like Tony on the Elite yesterday, where he tried to surprise Kenny Omega with it. 
And Kenny's like, no, no, tell me. <laughs> Cody's like, it was supposed to be a surprise. Enjoy your soft dick. <laughs> How dare you try to I steal know. my thunder, sir? I'm, I'm sorry. I was jealous. Mm. Man. I don't know how we're going to recover from this. I know. It's a big betrayal. I, I do apologize. But Miss straight up says, I got next. I yeah. got next. I like it. I thought that was funny. He put his quarter on the goddamn <laughs> pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Miss says that Brian has a fluke small package. Yeah. And that Styles has devalued the title to the point to where it doesn't main event shows. That was a good line. Ooh, that was so good. This was on fire here. Yeah. No, he was. And, and Benjamin throws Styles around at rain. Or actually, uh, sorry, I skipped ahead of my notes. Miz <laughs> yeah, put over Shelton Benjamin big time. Yes. Like, you got other stuff to worry about. How about the guy that beat Daniel Bryan last week? And Shelto Benjamin came out. Did you see that? Yeah, that r- ridiculous the curved yeah. uh, LED board for SmackDown gives a lot of really – there was one, I, I believe, where uh, uh, Big Cass was Ig K, and it's just, you know, like he just is weird. Well, I mean, there was the one that was Big Ass, if big you remember. Ass, that's true. Well, that was just his head blocking the seat. Did you see uh, the terrible promo that he had recently? Oh, no. Andy um, thing? No, I didn't. Oh, it was so bad. Oh, it was like in front of like a row of fans. Oh, no. Yeah, there were times when your boy drew 150 at the Aberdeen River Park, and I was like, you know, not great, but 150 people in Aberdeen, Ohio is pretty. I'll take it with the caution tape barricade we had set up there. Yeah. Just after we had canvassed the area to make sure all the needles were gone. But. I see Big Cass, who faced Daniel Bryan a few months ago, berating a heel promo on, like, a row of people. I could tell you what really happened in that room, but I'm not gonna! (laughs) Should have saved it for a bigger crowd, bro. Good luck. He's a talented guy. I I hope things get better. Yeah. Shelton Benjamin and AJ Styles is something I've always wanted. Shelton was, before I got into covering pro wrestling, Shelton Benjamin was like my last favorite wrestler. Yeah. And I just loved his stuff in 04. Him beating Triple H sold me. It was good. Triple H wasn't putting over a lot of people in those days. He was not. Much less people three weeks in a row. And then being (laughs) then him tapping Rick on the shoulder and being like, hey, Nate, can you put him over too? Hey, Dave. (laughs) Can can you put him over? Yeah. Didn't happen a lot. Let's be honest. Uh, as we saw this past weekend, Triple H ain't putting over a lot of guys now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I man, I hope I hope it happens. Hope it happens next week. Hope Shelton <laughs> hits him with a splash and rolls him up, stinger splash style. There's a great transition where Shelton reverses a styles clash into like a backpack, into a Samoan drop, into a suplex stall. Yeah. It was great. And it just ends in the run-up knee, the step-up knee that looks great. That is an awesome addition to, so to offense. Benjamin throws Styles around ringside before the break. We come back to see AJ land a sliding elbow. Rolls through a calf crusher, but a phenomenal forearm gets the win. This would have been like usually a 6 out of 10 is where I like, hey, watch this match, guys. It landed just below that in my match ratings. 
because it just was too short. They didn't give I, enough time. Yeah. I want to see these guys 15 minutes, man. Just, I don't, I'll put it on mute. I don't care if the crowd reacts to it. Selfishly, I want to see that. I, I, I hope we get it. I, I love the idea of the Miz, as I said, pulling the strings between AJ and Daniel Bryan and using Shelton Benjamin as his proxy in matches between them. Yeah. I think that's a really cool way because Shelton gets him on TV. He's great. And I think it, it allows him to prove he's still got it against two of the best in the world. You know what I mean? Like the, he beat Daniel Bryan last week. Yeah, it was via distraction. And tonight he hung with AJ for half, for the first half of the match. You know, like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's a really good way of, of keeping all these guys involved, heading up uh, to, you know, the jewel in the crown in the desert. I'm, I've not watched an ounce, well, outside of the highlights that I've seen on Twitter of Mixed Match Challenge, but I'm witnessing a, an R-Truth AJ Styles dance-off right now. Oh, fun. And I'm... That's all I need to see of it. Yeah. And now Carmella's getting involved and Charlotte's getting involved too. Charlotte is definitely the fourth best. I'll say yeah. that much. But uh, I got a soft spot for R Truth and AJ Styles interactions because that was the early days of NWA TNA. Yeah. Man. Oh, uh, Charlotte's doing the cabbage patch. I, I got to focus. <laughs> I got to focus. She went, she went full Jawan Howard. You never go full Jawan Howard. Oh, never. She's never. Surely Rick would have told her that. Surely. That's a that's a lesson he's got to pass down. Yeah, he should. He have. knows better. One night in Milwaukee, Aiden English says he's got six figure offers for his tape, but he's going to show it to us for free. It's like what we do yeah. so often. I give you all free previews of FightfulSelect.com. Head over to YouTube.com slash Fightful. I've got a playlist there that says Fightful Select Previews. You all can check out a lot of our great content for free. Lana is shown saying that Aiden English means a lot to them, and English leans forward, and the tape cuts off. English calls Rusev out and says he'll destroy the tape. If Rusev kicks Lana to the curb and reforms Rusev Day, but Lana has hacked Aiden English's phone and reveals that Aiden English kind of read the room a little bit wrong. Yeah. Lana leaves awkwardly. There are Rusev's going to kill you chants. Yep. And Aiden says, the deal's still on the table. <laughs> it says, if you get tired of those Rusev days, how about some Aiden nights? I love that line. Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> that's a Russo line right there. <laughs> that is a Russo line. That is a Russo line. And, It'd be a damn good Russo line, too. FightfulSelect.com, Tier 2, Russo reveals twice monthly. Rusev uh, chases Aiden English, but English scampers out. This is so stupid, but it's three people that I care about. It's three people that I like, and I have learned I am much more lenient when I give a shit about these three people. Yeah, It's, it's goddamn moronic. This whole thing of, like, Rusev, uh, I'm going to destroy this tape. Like, knowing full well you got nothing. And well, and it's particularly stupid when we wrote the storyline for them and gave them an out with John right. Candy's ghost. Ab- absolutely. John Candy's ghost. If, if, you just used, if you had just used the John Candy's ghost story, everything would have been fine. But no, you had to go with this whole thing where whatever. Kobe um, Kingston wasn't even on TV this week. What I love, love is that they went back to the well of Lana is a hacker because as Big E told us 
two years ago. You know she's Russian, right? Yes. Um, so so there you go. She she hacks everybody. Um, I, I think that's great. Um, now the whole thing is that, but this is how bad this whole little storyline with the one night in Milwaukee thing has been. I now don't recall how much I loved these guys as a trio Mm -hmm. and how sad I was when they broke up. Now I just want Rusev to kick Aiden's ass and move on to do other things. Like that's how bad this whole rigmarole has been. I don't, I don't care anymore about this storyline. I still love Rusev. and I think Aiden is talented, but together in this storyline, this, how stupid it is. It, it hurts both of them. Separate them. Move them on to other things. After the match, yeah. Yeah. World Cup qualifier, Randy Orton defeated Big Show. Wish Big Show would have got a better ovation. We are lucky to have been able to see him for a while, for as long as we have. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I'm glad that he wrestled this year because now it's been every year since 2005. Yeah. He has technically wrestled a match. That makes me really happy, just things like that. He's had year-long gaps in 07 and then between this year and his last wrestling or his last match. But we go to a commercial pretty early. We come back and we see Big Show with some great-looking clotheslines and a nice belly-to-back suplex. That made me happy. Orton drop kicks Big Show in a surgically repaired hip. Great spot. Yep. And then Orton accidentally steals Bo Dallas's finish instead of the draping DDT. Yeah. And you can tell it wasn't planned because Orton checks on Big Show and you hear them talking back and forth and Big Show hits him with the I'm okay, brother type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love the you still got a chance for Big Show. You could, He was emotional in this match. Yeah. It's a great choke slam. Orton kicks out. But Orton is a snack and he yeah. slithers outside, pokes, pokes uh, Big Show in the eye, RKO for the win. I was. I thought they'd want Big Show in Saudi yeah, Arabia. This is the thing. I was I, when they announced this match. I was like, I honestly don't know who uh, Mohammed bin Salman likes the most. You know his name, huh? Oh yeah, MBS. Yes, he's MBS. listen. Listen, this guy. This guy might have ordered the murder of a Washington Post it's, columnist. Might have allegedly. It's fair. Hey, you know what? We like the Washington Post. They source us. Yes, that's attribution. I love them. (laughs) So it might have. So it it behooves all of us to know the guy's name. Now, I wasn't sure if he was a Randy Orton fan or a Big Show fan. Either way, kind of a toss-up. Turns out he's he's more he more likes the Legend Killer, and so he's he's tapped him to come to his private party for all of his friends, where they're going to be. This is this is the thing. This is this is why it feels so weird for me. This this whole thing of these Saudi shows feels like when the rich kid's dad uh, like gets Maroon Five to come play at the kids' bar mitzvah. mitzvah yeah. Like like it, that's what it feels like. It just feels like you know, hey, we're, we're going to pay you all this money. You come and do this thing. You wouldn't do. You would never do it otherwise. But yeah. for this money, you will. And that's why it just feels all icky for me. I mean, aside from all the other stuff the Saudis may or may not have done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, reminder, Fightful MMA podcast every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Myself and Showdown Joe were joined once again by James Lynch, who is now a full-time member of the podcast. But he was in Las Vegas for the Habib Nurmagomedov-Conor McGregor situation and all that has unfolded. Also tonight, 
New UFC 230 main event. That show got shuffled big time. No more Sajara Eubanks and Valentina Shevchenko. They have held together the Shevchenko-Yoana fight. Eubanks is out. Daniel Cormier is going to defend against Mr. My Balls Was Hot, Derek Lewis, in the main event. You have a guy who said he wasn't healthy for UFC 230, taking on a man who three nights ago said, Hell no, I'm not fighting for the title. My cardio sucks. <laughs> Dustin Poirier is also out of the co-main event. We're going to talk more about that throughout the week. But check out our Fightful MMA podcasts. Let people know about them. But we have Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory 2018 this weekend, or at least some of it, for what they've announced. And we have uh, Bellator 208 this weekend. Fedor, Chael Sonnen, Ben Henderson fights. Ryan Bader fights Friday night. Lots of stuff. I'm doing a post-show Saturday. But right now... Alex and I will make Impact Bound for Glory uh, predictions. Very uneducated ones on Alex's part. (laughs) Probably. But hey, that's a part of it. Ethan Page is back. Glad to see him back in Impact. He's teaming with Matt Seidel against Rich Swan and a mystery partner. You think Chris Jericho's coming back here, Alex? (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) Hilarious. Just unceremoniously. Sure, why not? Uh, Rich Swan and a mystery partner got to win. The mystery partner's always got to win, right? Yeah. Why would you bring in a mystery partner if it wasn't A, a big surprise, and B, for the win? Yeah. <clears throat> Eddie Edwards versus Moose. I am so uninterested in this. And I'm so uninterested in Austin Aries versus Johnny Impact. Ah, I think Edwards is going to lose this. Moose needs to be reestablished as the franchise. There's a lot of parallels to draw to, to draw between Moose and Monty Brown. Yeah. And I'm not talking skin color stuff here, like that lazy <laughs> stuff. I'm talking former NFL players who take to wrestling like a duck takes to water yep. should have had the title put on them. Instead, were made cronies. Yep. Man, a lot of parallels to draw here. I think they need to restart Moose and... They need to end this little thing they got going with Killer Cross and Austin Aries. How do you think this one goes? Yeah. Um, Moose, I remember when he was brought into Impact, what a coup that was and how what a big deal they made of Moose is coming to Impact and how yeah. it was this thing. And to, to, to realize that they didn't really do anything with that, um, like, no, I, I, think, I think you're right. I think he's got to beat Eddie Edwards, and I think he's got to make him a big deal. Yeah, I do too. Brian Cage, Pentagon, and Phoenix against OVE. I think OVE should win this and solidify themselves as a great trio. I don't like the the crew, the X Division title not being defended here. If yeah. you were going to put Brian Cage in this, it, it's just so weird. You got half your, your X Division stars in a tag match earlier. You got several of them in this OVE rules match, but I think OVE's got to win. Yeah, listen, I I will never not be rooting for Lucha Underground guys, mm-hmm. like like they're especially the, the the OGs from from 2014, the original guys who were on those first few episodes, Cage and Pentagon. Well, be careful Phoenix. when you're saying that because there's a team called the OGs on this show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. And uh, some of them have been in Lucha Underground, but not together. Yeah, right. Um. So yeah, I, I I think you're right. Probably OVE is the smarter choice to go with, but I'm always going to be rooting for Cage and Pentagon Phoenix. Tessa Blanchard against Taya Valkyrie. Uh, I stand steadfast in my belief that it was real stupid to put Madison Rain over the entire division, especially how things unfolded. Yeah, but they they had to have her for Sue Young. Instead, 
Tessa Blanchard, who got beat several times and is very special in the ring, on the mic, mm-hmm. as far as presentation. Say what you want about our attitude. That's that's pretty well documented. Well, it's not well documented. That's that's why people wonder. But there were some issues there that, that she's overcoming. I think she's got to beat Taya Valkyrie, especially a Taya Valkyrie who has not been around for months. Yeah. But then again, Impact sending me pressers about how Johnny Impact and Taya Valkyrie are trying to become couples champions I mean, if, if if that if that's if that's the end you want to, you want to, if that's the story you want to tell, I think you could you could certainly sell me on Taya having a great night and being Tessa because Taya is certainly talented enough to pull that off if she's healthy. Um, I love Taya and Johnny together. I love them on on uh, Lucha Underground that way. Not um, a fan, but but I I uh, I like I like Tessa in this match. Johnny Impact cut some of the worst promos I've ever seen in my life. Oh, he's 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 not he's not a he's not a, at all good at doing the pro wrestling stuff. Oh, yeah. I loved him on Lucha Underground playing that ridiculous character thing that he did. Here's yeah. a fun fact across Survivor, MLW, Lucha Underground, Impact, he's worked douchebag into a promo like four <laughs> weeks in a row. He's like, you can't trust douchebags. There's so many douchebags there. You can't trust them all. Because of douchebags, and I'm like, oh, I get it, man. You're pushing, you're pushing the envelope with what you can say. He loves to push it. you. Yep. LAX and the OGs. I am so ready for this feud to be over. I know the match is going to be good. It's a concrete jungle, jungle death match. I'm sure it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But I am, I, I love LAX and I love the OGs. Honestly, I got so sick of all those promos backstage, frantically in the the setup. A safe house. Where's the shipment? The shipment's not here. Where is everybody? Because they didn't have anybody on TV for three months. Yeah. So it's just them panicking. I haven't heard from this guy. It's funny. I mentioned in the Fightful Wrestling Weekly last week that a lot of members of this feud put over Mercedes Martinez as somebody they'd like to get involved in Diamante. I was also told, and I, I set them up for that question thinking they would say Eva Lee. Seems like a natural fit. Yeah. I mean, she's the type of person you put in an intergender match, she's going to hold her own every time. A person from Impact actually contacted me after I ran that, and they said Eva Lee was supposed to come in, and it got changed at the last minute. Oh. No reason given. Hmm. LAX, OGs, who do you think's winning? Homicide, Hernandez, and King are the OGs. Conan, Santana, and Ortiz are LAX. I'm going with LAX. Me too. I'm going with LAX too. Austin Aries, Johnny Impact. <sighs> I I don't like the options here. No, I don't like I don't like I don't like it either. I mean, I I, I given the choice, I'll take I'll take Johnny because I I do have a soft spot for him from from way back. Uh, Austin just keeps stepping in it on social media. And making me realize, yeah, you're you're not that much of a dude. You're not a good dude. He I don't like he's being a heel, man. He's not. I know you're just not a, you're not a good dude. So to, I want I would like you to lose <laughs> to the point to where Zelina has had to come out on social media and say I have nothing to do with him. Yeah, and I want to make it established that I have nothing to do with him. Yeah, he said stuff when she debuted like congratulations to my ex girlfriend, like very, mm. and it's not good heel heat. No, not good heel heat, but I mean, he's, he's still getting bookings. So yeah, whatever. Well, let's talk about something else. Something very important. Dwight Howard broke his butt. He broke his butt. Dwight Howard's butt is broken. That's not good. 
like Ab- Abraham Lincoln with John Wilkes Booth. You've seen that, right? How John Wilkes Booth really shot Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, yes. He broke his butt with a hammer first yeah. before he yeah. did it. That's fact. Dwight Howard has a broken butt, Alex. Ah, uh, that's that's going to really eat into the Washington Wizards, Wizards' chances of finishing sixth in the East. Yeah, well, they'll probably do better than that, but he has a piriformis injury, which is a muscle in the butt. Broke his butt. Mm. Now, I just want to say how impressive it is that he has broken his butt and still at no point in his life has ever shot at a percentage as low as Lonzo Ball. Yes. From the line. Well, my my God. It's fantastic. That's a low bar. It is a low bar. Broke his butt, Alex. <sighs> that's that's a tough one. I mean, I got nothing else to add to that. <laughs> but it's something, you know, we do the NBA talk at yeah. the end of these shows. Yes, it's true. Now we broke his butt. He, he broke his butt. And he told people about it. Yeah, it's true. Oh. If you break your butt, do you tell people about it? I, I I would I would probably use different words. I would say I might have, you know, sprained my, my coccyx. Got an oblique injury. Yeah. Yeah. My upper thigh. Yeah. Strained, like strained a glute. But I probably wouldn't say I broke my butt. Man. Broke his butt. Lots of stuff over at Fightful.com, you guys. I want you all to click that exclusives tab. When you visit FightfulMMA.com, FightfulWrestling.com, FightfulBoxing.com, the individual sites, or you click one of the tabs up top, you will see uh, exclusives around there. I've got, like, match ratings up. Uh, one that's flown under the radar, and I'd really appreciate your guys' help on, making a finisher, Stevie Ray. I talked to him about the Harlem Heat finishers, the Slapjack finishers who helped them come up with that. That got lost in a lot of the buzz of UFC 229, but I have the article pinned atop, atop my Twitter and Fightful's Twitter. If y'all don't mind, head over there. Slap it with a retweet. It would mean a lot. It would also mean a lot if you all hit up Get Blue Chew on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us, most importantly. The best way to support us, FightfulSelect.com. Just head over there and check it out. I'm trying to go a little easier on the plugs on you guys. But there might be something that you like over there. I'm adding stuff all the time. Uh, Dare I say that we have the most robust Patreon on uh, just around. We just have so much content there from Impact, Lucha Underground, Ring of Honor reviews, BTE reviews, 205 Live, May Young Classic, NXT reviews, that's the other part of the block. We have Q&A shows, lots of early news, early access to the weekly. Cool stuff. Alex, what do you got going on this week? Uh, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm very busy. But um, I'm I'm looking forward to Rey Mysterio coming back. And we can see whether or not Mohammed bin Salman likes Rey Mysterio or Shane Nakamura. I mean, you never know. It's it's possible that they might bring Rasim Mysterio back for this one match at uh, SmackDown 1000 and then never use him again. I mean, that's certainly possible, right? Par for the course, right? Yeah. Guys, thank you all so much. Thumbs up. Subscribe. If you all want to do us another solid, leave us a nice review on iTunes. We are on podcast platforms everywhere. Until next. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.